0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit 7-9am Please visit kpulpit.co.za Olu George Ministries presents Focus on Freedom podcast We're covering the face of the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God Welcome to an encounter with timeless, transcendent and triumphant truth Here's your brother Friend and messenger, Alu M. George. We have been studying, in my opinion, one of the most important subjects that we could ever be studying right now at this point in time. We've been studying the four square Jesus or if you like, the four-square gospel. Let me make a small confession here. When I began this series of teachings, I was going to do four weeks of Jesus as deliverer from sin, four weeks as Jesus as healer, four weeks as Jesus, the baptizer and the Holy Spirit, and four weeks as Jesus, the coming King. Those are the four squares of what Jesus represents to us. But as I began to speak and to teach the holy spirit is emphasizing the first and now we are in the sixth week and we're still talking about jesus our savior from sin why because sin is the root of it all sin was the source of it all before there was sin on the earth there was no sorrow before there were, there was sin on the earth there were no there were no pests There were no weeds in the garden. All the fruits, all the trees, all the shrubs, all the plants were useful to the service of man. Before sin came into the world, lions did not have a taste for human flesh. Lions will not attack other animals. There was perfect peace, perfect bliss, perfect union between the creation, everything working together. There was perfect unison between father and the human race. Adam took strolls with God in the evening. Adam didn't have to pray and fast for days or for hours or for weeks to discern the voice of the Lord. The Lord came to him daily. Adam had no fear. Adam went into the river, into the sea, to name all the animals in the sea. The aquatic animals, the fishes, the behemoths, the whales. He interacted with all of them. Adam interacted with elephants, elephants and lions. Before the fall, Adam could walk on water or walk in water because there were four rivers that surrounded the Garden of Eden. There was no death in the garden. There was no guilt in the garden. There was no shame. Sin is the root of it all. And there's no real Real motivation to deal with the branches and the, and the leaves and the stem when we could go to the root and chop it up and burn it and pull out all the, all the little strings of the root, all the extended root system. Once we do that, the plant is dead which is why I'm suspicious that the Holy Spirit is asking us to emphasize this. And I said it last week, let me say it again. This is not condemnational. How can it be? How can it be condemnational that you don't have to be bowed down on that the burden of sin? How can that be condemnational? How can it be condemnational? to have told me as a teenager, you don't have to be bound to pornography. You can't come to a place where you can't even stand it. where It makes you sick. You don't want to see it. But it it feels so good right now, yeah, because the grace of God has not yet been deployed in your life. It feels so strong, yes, because the grace of God has, you have not not latched onto the grace. It is grace that transforms sinners into saints. It is grace that transforms wife beaters into gentlemen. It is grace that transforms women of easy virtue to mighty handmaiden of the Lord. It is grace that transforms prostitutes into prophets. It is grace that transforms pimps into apostles. It's all by grace. It's all by grace. So it cannot be bad news. It can only be good news that Jesus suffered on the cross and his suffering can never, ever be in vain. It can never, ever be in vain. Let's look at another scripture today. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We begin to read from verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And we read from verse 9. I read it, first of all, in the King James Version. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? What possibly can there be an attraction to a sinful lifestyle? What possibly can be an attraction to a life of addiction? You know, I just remember (laughs) uh, Proverbs 23, I believe it is, when it says, don't look at that wine, Don't look at the wine as you swirl it in your wine glass and the the, the flavors and the aroma of it. When you overindulge in that thing, it will bite you like a serpent. What is the attraction? Paul said to the Corinthian church, the things that you were bound by, are you not embarrassed today? The only end of sin is shame. The only end to sin is pain. The only end, the only end point, the outcome of sin is slavery. The only outcome of sin is control by a force beyond yourself, but a force that hates your soul. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Why would I want to mess with the kingdom of God? You know, I can be wrong about many things. I can be wrong about ideology. I can be wrong about the color of my shirt. I can be wrong about some polit- what's politically correct or not. But if I'm wrong about this, this is very expensive. I can be wrong about the stock market. I may lose some money. I can be wrong about um, where I choose to live. I mean, it may be wrong. But if I'm wrong about this kingdom of God thing, then I'm wrong about everything. It doesn't matter what else. Know you're not that the unrighteous, that means those who have sold out to sin, a child of god who falls into sin and is battling battling and fighting for holiness is not unrighteous the sin does not stick on him the blood won't allow it Uh, the grace of god won't let it as long as you are battling it as long as you're not resting and well you know i i'm a lustful person i can't do it i can't my father was an adulterer my grandfather had 10 wives As long as you don't relax, you are still fighting. You are still refusing to yield. Even if you fall seven times, every time you rise up again, plead the blood, roll in the dust, repent and ask for grace and claim grace because grace is already given. Bible says the law came through Moses, John chapter 1 verse 16. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Christ. So grace is already here. We just must latch onto it. We just must activate it. We just must imbibe it. We just must release it into our own experience. Glory be to God. Be not deceived, Paul continues. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, those who pervert normal human functions, those who pervert sex in the name of civilization, neither fornicators nor idolaters, nor adulterous, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. You know, sexual sin is such a big deal, such a big deal. It's not been spoken about in the church. I wrote a blog a few weeks ago. If you go to my website, olujorgeministries.global, you might be able to find it about the, why sexual sin is such an issue with God. I don't have a time to do that here. But if you go to Global, you might be able to find a blog written about sexual sin what it means, the import of it, why it's so bad, why it's so terrible, and how do you triumph over it. There is victory in Jesus. I say it again, there is victory in Jesus. One more time, there is victory in Jesus. Paul continues, be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. That's men who behave like women, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, those who abuse and pervert normal human functions, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, addicts, addicts, nor revilers, party animals, nor extortioners, thieves, and robbers, and manipulators. None of these people shall inherit the kingdom of god now this is where i'm going i feel like shouting even though i'm alone in this studio verse 11 and such were some of you Woo! and such were some of you i've seen people online who claim i am a christian homosexual man no you can't be you can be one but not both you can you might as well be a lying christian can you you might as well be an adultery Christian. You might also be a thieving Christian. Can you be that? No. He says, Such were some of you. Such were some of you. Some of you were fornicators, were idolaters, were adulterers, were effeminate. They say, You've been born that way. What a lie from the pit of hell. We were born that way, insane. And yet we have victory in Christ over everything. You know, it's very interesting when you look at what they call the LBGTQIXWISZ123ABC plus 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 community. It's a jumbled of confusion. Now they tell gay people, so-called homosexual, you were born that way. You can't do anything about it. It's who you are. Then they tell a man who has feelings of being a woman, you don't have to remain the way you were born. How does that? How does that make sense? A, a man completely man completely woman but attracted to the same sex is the way you are you can't change it don't even try it's a sin to try and change it god made you that way but then a man also complete who feels is a woman can must actually must be allowed to change it not just grown-ups but children they are now fighting in fact the united nations is fighting for sexual rights of children you heard me right United Nations is fighting for the rights of children to learn about sex in school, in kindergarten, to learn about self-pleasure, to learn about sexual acts between men and women, between women and women, between uh, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, ten-year-olds. The United Nations wants your children to learn about sex in primary school, and they want the right for your children to have sex with older men or women as long as they consent. Can you imagine a 12-year-old consenting to sex with a 50-year-old? United Nations wants that. Go and read it. This is not conspiracy theory. It's, it's in the open now. Amen to Jesus. Paul says, some of you, such were some of you, thieves, covetous, are drunkards and addicts, party animals, extortioners and thieves, but you are washed. <laughs> You are washed. You are washed. When you wept your way to Calvary in that service or perhaps in that private meeting with your friend, your evangelist friend, or whether under a tree or under a lamp lamppost, when you prayed that prayer in a bedroom, in a church service, in a conference, when you said, Jesus, come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior, you were washed. Not only were you washed that day, Ephesians chapter 5 talks about the washing of the water by the word. You are washed daily. Every time you come into his presence, you are washed. You are washed. You are washed. You are washed washed from the tendency of fornication. You are washed from the strength of adultery. You are washed from idolatry, worshipping of idols. And we're not talking about bowing down to some stick somewhere. No, idols of the heart, you are washed from worshipping anything other than the living God, Jehovah, the God of Israel. You are washed, you are washed from effeminate, from same-sex attraction, from transgenderism, mental condition. You are washed from schizophrenia you are washed from sorrow you are washed from insecurities you are washed from depression you are washed from all perversion i have no idea what you've been exposed to i have no idea what your parents did to you or did not do to you you have been washed You have been washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Friends, you have no excuse, you have no reason, you don't need an excuse, you have been washed. I don't care what influence this secret power of sin is exerting in your life, it is a smokescreen. Don't believe it. Don't believe in your own strength. Believe in the truth. Believe in the revealed truth of the Word of God. Say with me, I have been washed. I have been sanctified. I have been justified by two things. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of our God. What a glorious salvation. This is what salvation means. This is who Jesus is, Savior from sin. I would like to read another scripture quickly. Like I said to you in the beginning, the Holy Ghost is emphasizing this particular aspect of the nature of Jesus. And now we have an idea why. Because our our ability to hear this is very limited. There are few pulpits who will preach this. There are few pastors who actually believe this. Many just speak about, you know, comfortable things, the act of kindness, business topics, motivational topics, you know, time management, goal setting, and things like that. They are useful. They are useful to some extent, but they are absolutely useless when it comes to total deliverance from the power of sin and from the penalty of sin first john chapter 5 verse 18 we know that whosoever is born of god does not sin but he that is born and look at this one i like this one but he that is begotten of god keeps himself hmm, keeps himself and that the wicked one dares not touch him let me read it in another translation Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ has been begotten by God. Everyone who loves him who begots, begets, loves him who is begotten. That's the wrong scripture. Let me just back up a little bit. Verse 18 is where we're going. Amen to Jesus. We know that anyone who is begotten by God does not practice sin. See the word practice again? For the one who has been begotten by God keeps himself by the power of God. Not by the power of of uh, resolution. I resolve, I will never do that again. That is good, but couple that with the power of God. Anchor that to the power of God, and then you have results. We know that everyone who is begotten of God does not practice sin. Why? Because he has the equipping. He has the power of God available to keep himself. So this is a cooperative effort between you and God. God has done his part. He has disabled the the power of sin. He has destroyed the penalty of sin. He He now leaves the ball in my court to take hold of his provision, take hold of his grace, take hold of his power and keep myself in such a place that the devil cannot touch me romans chapter 12 verse 11 says do not be slothful in business but be fervent in spirit serving the lord you know when you keep yourself in a certain way satan does not mess with you he dares not mess with you he will not try it but it's only going to happen by the power of god he that is born of god keeps himself by the power of God and the enemy will pass him over. You know, the enemy cannot devour everybody. The Bible says the the devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, seeking whom he may devour, seeking those who are available to be devoured. He can't devour every Christian. There are Christians that he fears. There are Christians that are untouchable to him because they use they they, they, they avail themselves of the speakings of the blood of jesus and the blood of jesus is a touch me not seal upon their forehead upon their person upon their spirit upon their soul upon their body let's read the doxology of apostle jude only one verse verse 24 and 25 and now unto him that is able to keep you from falling if you got the impression that you can keep yourself from falling into sin, you have been misled, and I'm not the one misleading you. Satan is misinterpreting what I'm saying. You can't do this by human effort. You do this by revelation. You do this by the power of God, like we read in last verse. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. ha, huh? Faultless faultless he's able to present you faultless you know we 've been taught to be comfortable with our weaknesses we've been taught and programmed by the phrase "No one is perfect no one is and i 'm not saying uh, if you if you if you see any fault in yourself, you should fall apart, but i 'm saying Jesus never gave us permission to be comfortable with carnality. Jesus never gave us permission to be comfortable with sin. With weights, it gave us an instruction and encouragement to destroy them anywhere we find them. When we find a spot, we, if you're going to a wedding and you, you, you drop oil on your sparkling white wedding garment, you don't just say, well, you know, you look for bleach. Even if you have 10 minutes to go, can you imagine a bride finding a light patch of stain on her wedding dress one hour? which she just say, well, you know? What can we do? We are human. We all have sp- No, no. She, he lo- she looks for the bleach that she can use quickly because that is not acceptable. That's, that's our attitude to weakness. We don't, we don't beat ourselves over the head. We don't go into self-condemnation. No, because God doesn't condemn us. Why, we, why should we condemn ourselves? But we don't tolerate it. We have zero tolerance. You know the way people have zero tolerance for sin of other people? We should have zero tolerance for our own sin, for our own weaknesses, for our own failings, for our own shortcomings, because we must be pursuing perfection all the time. This scripture just shows me my excuses are destroyed. He is able, not me, he in me, he is able to keep me from falling. He's able to keep me from my habitual sin and is able to present me faultless before the throne of his glory not just potentially but practically you see potentially we are faultless potentially we are saints once you come to Christ vitally you are legally you are a saint legally the bible says he has not beheld iniquity in Jacob but i'm talking practically because You may have a nature of righteousness, but if you have a conduct of sinfulness, there is penalty in this life and in the life to come. And I want you to have the best of God The best of heaven The best of time on this earth And the best of time when you do go to heaven Now unto him That is able to keep us from falling And to present us faultless Before the presence of his glory With exceeding joy Unto him The only wise God our Savior Be glory and majesty Dominion and power Both now and forever In the name of Yeshua if you are listening to this and you have not received jesus as your lord and savior you are running a personal risk you are living far below what is possible you are actually an enemy of god if jesus is not your savior so right now fall on your face fall on your knees whatever you have to do and tell jesus i'm sorry for living imagining i can live without you Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Help me, save me, cleanse me, wash me, sanctify me, justify me, make me your child. Make me a brand new creature. And right now, for those of you who are already saved, I unleash the power of faultlessness. I unleash the possibilities of holiness. I unleash the reality of practical experiential righteousness into your life right now in the name of Jesus. Be spotless in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Focus on Freedom Podcast. For more information, please visit olugeorgeministries.global or send a WhatsApp inquiry to 2781 Also, like, subscribe and share our content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. See you next time.